Some of you know that I've often said I'm from the south side of heaven. You have people inside the Senate. You have people that are supposed to be on your side. Make the decision to live and die on your turn. You are not wrong. They advise us about everything. The border, the elections. I remember America and the American gun owner are the only things standing in the way of the Great Reset. Who's got the teaching aid? Uh, you know where I'm going with this. We are fighting a war against principalities. We are fighting a war against evil. I pray that we get to look into the eyes of every single child in this country proudly that those children can look back and be proud of us, knowing that yes. we fought for them. Men, I don't talk with empty words. Those teaching aids, those are called balls. Gentlemen, I've given you back your balls. You only got one? Improvise. God's given us a chance to make it right. He's created a remnant for a reason. You are the remnant. I want you to know we're winning. God is with us. And in the end, we know how this ends. Good morning, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Conservative Daily Podcast. My name is Apollo. I will be joined in just a few seconds by my compatriot here in Colorado, Jake Freo. Uh, but good morning, everyone. Uh, it's been a fascinating week. I know uh, we spoke a little bit about it already, and we are uh, part of me wanted to jump for joy a little bit. There's a little bit of excitement because the uh, famous monoliths uh, in Georgia, the Georgia Guidestones were uh, demolished, which on one hand is a, uh, a nice little testament to perhaps the sentiment of the American people being completely fed up with all this globalist nonsense and the agenda that they have been shoving down our throats for the last several years, uh, highlighted with the absolute pieces of garbage at the World, World Economic Forum, the absolute lizard people like Klaus Schwab, uh, you know, and, and his ilk, uh, <laughs> but, but there, there could be a few other things going on here. And as always, we are going to be talking about the one issue that we will never let go. We refuse to let go. We will not, uh, we will not ever forget about, and we will not stop, uh, speaking on, and that is election fraud. Yes, our elections are stolen. Yes, they have been robbing the voice of the American people. Yes, we are still suffering the consequences of that theft. The gas prices, the food shortages, the mysterious destruction of hundreds of food processing plants, distribution centers, uh, you know, and similar facilities all across the country. Uh, that, that is exactly what we're dealing with. And it's really not all that complicated. Uh, Jake, welcome to the show. Good morning. You know, you don't want to rile up the people that are going to label us as conspiracy theorists because the Georgia Guidestones... Too, too late. I know. Um, the Georgia Guidestones... Uh, if you could actually send Zach in here, uh, this lower light is off. I'm, I'm not sure if it's, it's working or not. But the Georgia Guidestones are, you know, something that a lot of friends have just reached out to me since the the demolition took place and like did you see this i had no idea what these things were and i i had heard of them for you know over a few years and, and didn't really take it much to mind uh the the i think the bigger picture with the guidestones is that it is the ten commandments of the new world order in in some if you want to you know really 
really antagonize those that say we're a bunch of conspiracy theorists. It, it, it really is a, a form of globalist mockery of religion as a whole. You have the Ten Commandments of the Bible, and then now you have these Ten Commandments that are anonymous, right? No one knows where they came from. The guy that purchased the, or funded the project back in the 80s had uh, used a pseudonym when paying for it, and that was not a cheap project. And so what, you know, we have the slide with, with the, the line items, that, the, the Ten Commandments of the Globalist New World Order. And I think the interesting part is, Joe always says we're winning. You know, sometimes it doesn't feel like it, but you start seeing people draw these connections and act accordingly. Is it a good idea to blow up a public monument with uh, weapons, military-grade uh, explosives? Probably not. You're probably going to go to jail for a while. Um, but r really, it's uh, when you're comparing what the Ten Commandments are to what these are, uh, it's, it's frightening because it is, as we've always said, that the, the idea of communism and a full communist takeover and the agenda of a, a new world, one world government order is to strip away the presence of God and create a godless society in the objective to make it so that the state has become God. And so I think it's really one of the most iconic demonstrations of the people, to some degree, waking up and, and, and connecting the dots and seeing that, you know, there are much more sinister things at play that, you know, even a year ago, most people were like, oh, well, you know, it's not going to go that far. And, and, and it has, you know, whether it's from everything with the vaccinations to everything that's happening in Europe now, um, it's... I, I kind of, I think, the first shot fired of people waking up to the reality that this idea of a global order is actually very real. It's very, uh, very dangerous, and it's it's becoming much more mainstream rather than just something that was written off by you know the mainstream as just you know kids in their basement smoking weed, scouring the internet, trying to put together a fairy tale. We actually have the video. Uh, B2 is the explosion of the stones. And you can see whoever did it uh, was pretty well equipped. This was not a, an M80 from a, a grocery store. I mean, they blew and down. So you're, you're witness, what on the audio you just watched is, I'll just play one more time for those of you on video, they did blow that thing up. Um, but, you know, I want to caution our consideration of this because, yeah, absolutely. And I think you, you have some on this as well. Yeah. Uh, am I upset that the Georgia Guidestones got blown up? Not really. Uh, do I think it was a good thing to do if a patriot or someone who actually knew what they were did do it? No, I don't think it was a particularly good idea, nor do I think it was necessary at that point. There are bigger fish to fry, and uh, what I think that this is going to do is <laughs> what I think it's going to do is be used to uh, demonize and persecute Americans and uh, those who oppose this globalist agenda. Coincidentally, and I just want to jump right into this before we move on, uh, there was an individual be. who actually talked about doing this. Some might even say we've had her on the show. Had to get our permission. Is Candace to at least tell us ahead of yeah, time? Yeah, this is Candace even if we didn't believe them. 
Over four billion people have been injected with something that took just nine months to create. Ask yourself why. Back in biblical times, human sacrifice was a form of demonic worship. We're still doing it in present day by killing our unborn. It's the same demons, it's the same sacrifice, it's the same sin, it's just a different time. This is a long shot in and of itself, running for governor against an incumbent. Why are you doing this? If we don't call things out and we don't acknowledge them and we don't take authority and take dominion over what God's given us, then we are no better than the evil ones that put it up. We've watched as people have destroyed our history and monuments and in their place, they have erected statues to their own gods. The new world order is here, and they told us it was coming. It's a battle far greater than what we see in the natural. It is a war between good and evil. So you're telling me that as a uh, <clears throat> candidate who, by the way, just as we witnessed here in uh, here in Colorado, as Tina Peters uh, and other candidates were somehow mysteriously, you know, not even close to winning the uh, primary, where Candace Taylor and uh, you know, in her home state of Georgia, uh, absolutely unbelievable results that came out in that primary, hand recounts showing uh, that thousands of votes were flipped. Uh, did not match up to the machines. Again, we're supposed to think that nothing happened. So she calls and says, hey, we should probably take down the Georgia Guidestones because they are a mockery, as you said, of everything that we stand for, and they are completely contrary to American values. Um, and suddenly the Georgia Guidestones get blown up. And Interesting to see if they're going to try to swing it as a, you know, rope her into it and call it some kind of inciting of... Or incitement. Of, well, that's what it, I think they might do. Is they, they're going to try and frame <clears throat> a political candidate and those who support them. On that video, uh, yeah, right. Kind of like you know when they uh, label the IRA as a you know terrorist organization, all followers. Like just rule. We're, we're at that point of politics now that it's uh, just you know it's gulag time soon. Uh, oh, you're a threat to civil society. Uh, as deemed by those in power, uh, here's the perfect example why. I mean, New Zealand labeled uh, the Proud Boys as a domestic terrorist organization a week ago, as, as well as Canada. So if anyone funds them or supports them, aids them, or communicates with them, they're with the, the, you know, the, the signature of a pen, they've been labeled a domestic terrorist. Now, I think in her video, she's, the Executive Order 10 said specifically, demolish. And well, they have been demolished. Yeah. And so, you know, you look at how quickly uh, what is, I mean, the DA has come out. Uh, I think it's B1. District attorney calls uh, Georgia Guidestones explosion act of domestic terrorism vows to prosecute. And it's here, hold on. I want to, I want to, before we move on, because this is exactly the point right now. So let's talk about, we have that video of them being demolished. Uh, so I'm just going to, I'm going to, I'm going to say it. Is this going to be like exactly the same kind of thing that happened on 9-11? Do they have anyone on, on camera? Apparently they have them blown up. I assume someone would have had to 
you know, set those explosives there, unless they had like an RPG, which didn't look like it was that, but who knows? Isn't it also Where? strange that uh, what is deemed, uh, you know, a terrorist attack by uh, the, the state prosecutors and FBI's involved, GBI's involved, isn't it interesting that what do they do within 24 hours? They steamroll it and destroy the stones. Exactly. And it's like, Which oh, is exact. you had on 9-11, you had molten steel there and they were carting it away. Yeah. So case closed. You want, you want to, you want to have a, a way to frame a political opponent and, you know, demonize certain sections of the population. This looks like another good way to do it once again. But again, why an investigation like this, they have explosives and things going off. You go through that with a fine tooth comb. You just don't just come over the, come over the scene, contaminate it with all this heavy equipment Immediately, what, what what are you talking about? They they ground up the bricks. Yeah, they, like, wh- what are you talking gravel. about? This is like taking the the debris from Ground Zero, and it ends up, and I kid you not, it ends up in Fresh Kills landfill. Yeah, I can't even like, make that up. It's like backing up cement trucks a day after nine eleven, and you know, just pouring over the whole thing and saying, "Yeah, it's terrible. We need to invade Iraq now." Um, but let's get let's I'm get play into the video because I've been seeing someone ask me to play it again. Oh, yeah. So. Um, Let's play That's this some serious force there. So there, there you go. They get blown up. But again, no uh, apparent efforts to preserve the crime scene for you know like a forensic analysis, anything like that. Um, like they, they would have to do, you know. Uh, I was speaking with a friend of mine about this too. They they would have to do analysis for energy. Uh, Energy and ballistic analysis and uh, energy diagnostics. Like th- it's not. It's not like that. Oh, look! It got blown up. Now we're going to figure it out. Why is that the only few seconds of footage that we've seen so far? Th- this entire yeah. thing stinks to high heaven. Yeah. If that camera was running on it over the course of you know twenty four seven, it's a, a cute twenty second clip they they throw out there. But you know, from from the angle of people that will say you're just a bunch of lunatic conspiracy theorists. You know, it's just an art installation that you know talks about <coughs> kumbaya holding hands as one uh, globally. Uh, you know, some of it I'd, I'd agree with their Ten Commandments, um, but not when the opening one, and you can it's a B4, not when the opening commandment is maintain humanity under 500 million in perpetual balance with nature. Uh, how, many, <laughs> how many people are on the earth? Um, there's, you know... What is it, seven and a half billion? Seven and a half billion. Seven and a half billion people. So they want to, what they're telling you, this art installation. Seven (laughs) billion people, this art installation, whatever its background, uh, you know, it says let's maintain a population that would require removing the majority of humans on the planet. Seven billion people. Yes, just a body pile of seven billion people. To be roughly specific. Uh, and, you know, went through this briefly the other day, but I think it's important to show you again. Be not a cancer on the earth. Leave room for nature. Leave room for nature. That That's nice. It sounds, you know, kind of in line with this green agenda that we're seeing. And uh-huh. carbon emissions. You think about carbon emissions. We all breathe carbon. We are, we are carbon-based life forms. When they're talking about eliminating and reducing carbon, they're reducing you. That's why there's all this meat, this fake meat. Uh, get everyone injected with vaccines, which, I mean, if you saw the episode with Judy Mikovits, uh, I, I hope that, you know, contains some revelations for you. If you didn't, you need to go back and watch it. They've known for decades that what they've been doing with these vaccines has been causing explosions of neuroimmune issues and all kinds of other things. 
The, the COVID is just the most egregious example that we've now seen in the last couple of years. But this is this is the goal. They want to kill you. Yeah, well, this I mean, is why World Economic <laughs> Forum idiots say all this stuff. You know, all the people lost from COVID to all the, the complications that are going to arise from these vaccines and all, have already arisen. And then three, we're looking at a situation where the power, these same world powers, globalist powers, are trying to walk us straight into World War Three. So it's like, you know, it's a trifecta of short, mid, and long-term uh, destruction of human population that seems to be coming to reality. And then the other one, the second one, is guide reproduction wisely. Oh, what are we, you know, <laughs> abortion is super chic right now amongst, you know, mainstream media and everyone that wants to push it. I mean, we even have, we even have politicians that are running campaign. I think, uh, I think the wo woman from Rhode Island, she was, uh, created the hashtag twerk for abortion and we're not going to show you that video but that is the the candidate running in rhode island that was uh, uh pretty much doing a strip routine as uh, her campaign opener and that's that's what politics and our culture is boiled You're down referring to. to the one who literally like twerk she literally was yeah. in, on the beach in bikini twerked on camera yeah. and then said vote for me yeah so her part of her campaign is uh, if you have B12, B12 is her, uh, this is no joke. Like, this is what politics has devolved into now. I hashtag twerk for abortion justice. Tiara Mack is her name. So she's got a you know, wonderfully diverse little uh, cartoon up there with the hashtag twerk for abortion justice. And then uh, she pushes her campaign at Mac uh, District 6. Yeah. And before we go on, if you're tired of feeling like someone's always watching you on the internet, maybe advertisers know a little bit too much about you, or you're concerned about the privacy of your identity, using incognito mode won't solve the problem. IPVanish VPN is here to protect your right to privacy and help you stay anonymous online. IPVanish helps you safely browse the internet without exposing your private details to third parties, such as hackers, your ISP, or advertisers. You can use IPVanish on your computers, tablets, phones, even devices like your Fire Stick when you're streaming media. When you use IPVanish, all your data is encrypted. This means your private details like passwords, communications, browsing history, and more will be completely shielded from falling into the wrong hands. Even your physical location will be hidden. IPVanish makes you virtually invisible online, and it's very simple. You can use IPVanish on unlimited devices. You won't sacrifice speed. So whether I'm in home, so whether I'm at home or in public, I don't go online. I don't go online anymore without using IPVanish. IPVanish is offering an incredible 70% off their yearly plan for listeners of Conservative Daily Podcast with a 30-day money-back guarantee. So it's like getting nine months for free. It's a steal. IPVanish is super easy to use. All you do is tap one button and you're instantly protected. You won't even know it's running. So stop sharing everything that you watch, everything you search for, and everything you buy with the world. Take your privacy back today with a brand rated 4.6 out of 5 on Trustpilot. Go to IPVanish.com daily and use promo code daily Claim your 70% savings. That's I-P-V-A-N-I-S-H dot com slash daily. That's you right, know, The irony in this, uh, <laughs> in this is rich because perhaps, oh, man, I, sh I should see if I can find that. Um, perhaps, I'm just going to throw this out here. All right. Tell me, tell me if, if, you know, I know there's a lot of you watching right now. Tell me if, I, if I'm off in this assumption, in this train of thought. But perhaps if all these leftists... And all these young individuals who have been ripped away from any self of self-respect, any sense of self-respect, uh, you know, personal accountability, uh, you know, behavior standards, uh, you know, or any any thought into the future. Perhaps if they weren't twerking so much, whether it be for abortion or anything else, they wouldn't need so many abortions. 
Right, and this is maybe you know, if they use sex and consider their bodies as something holy with which they should, uh, you know, have kids, have kids, you know, you know have a family. A family. <coughs> maybe, maybe there's a little bit of irony and twerk for abortion. Just, just yeah, throwing that out. Well, I, I think it gets back to number three, which is unite humanity with a, a living new language. So you can't remove, like, language is culture. Language is culture. Uh, food is culture. Music is culture. Uh, all, all of those components that make you know, a culture unique uh, is the thing that you must remove. And so how do you remove culture? You destroy it. You devalue it. You uh, remove it into basic just animal instincts. And, and that's the, been the emphasis on hookup culture and, and, and you know, turning, getting an abortion into a fashion statement and having no accountability. So if you have no accountability, you, you no longer have the desire uh, even as a nation, to hold on to the things that made your nation unique or your culture unique. And so I think that's a vital component of what they, you know, it's mentioned in three, un unite humanity with a living new language. Uh, you can't do that until you have removed, and it's the idea of, you know, stripping God from society. You, you have to remove all of these facets of society that make that society's culture unique, and then you can implement your um, new world order. And so, I mean, even to the, the degree in which the World Economic Forum and uh, the, the WHO and all these globalist organizations are pushing the, uh, the reality of a uh, metaverse and the success of a metaverse, is, that's a vital step to getting everyone on the same page of, you know, you've destroyed culture. The culture is ultimately dictated by what you're seeing through your headsets. And I think people, people also write off the, the reality uh, or the, the probability that the metaverse will take off. It absolutely will take off. I mean, and, and so I think you see all these things piecing together, and I think when you look at the guidestones and, uh, you know, the amount of people that hadn't known what it was up until now, I think it's a big wake-up call for people. Yeah, I mean, I'm not upset by the attention being drawn to them, um, just as I'm not upset by, though I am upset by the, uh, you know, the death and the, the hardship that we've seen Americans put under. I'm not upset that the veil is coming down. People are seeing exactly what these, uh, I'll, I love the term lizards, because this, I think that's exactly what they are. These little serpentine creatures. No, there's, there's cold-blooded, callous, disgusting psychopaths uh, rolling out this agenda, which has now been killing kids, killing Americans, killing adults, killing the elderly, uh, shutting down our country. Yes, the border crisis, the... Uh, complete disregard for human trafficking and instead they want to focus on right-wing extremism the disregard for uh the stolen elections and the entire system that's been erected in this country in order to do that this is all exactly what their plan is so though we are going through very extremely troubling times people are finally seeing the world for what it is they're finally seeing the theater that they have been enveloped in for so long and that involves politics, that involves media and entertainment and sports and everything. Uh, th is, this is all bread and circuses, and finally people are seeing that and waking up, which is why we are seeing persecution of political candidates like Candace Taylor, like Ryan Kelly in Michigan, uh, you know, like uh, President Donald Trump. Uh, th this is why we're seeing the persecution of Americans like Shrona Bishop and so many others with the FBI, Americans who showed up on January 6th and are now being still being held in solitary confinement. That is why we're seeing this, because people are waking up, and that is the biggest threat to them. You know, number four is, in 
the all you know th these things that they're after threatening to tear down their uh, objective of destroying our culture just us specifically as Americans for is and, and they're also they're very well worded to not convey the reality that seems to be be intended behind these these commandments rule passion faith tradition and all things with tempered reason so passion you know you're passionate about a candidate or whatever faith you know oh hey that religion doesn't work in what we're trying to do uh that candidate doesn't really work in what we're trying to do in tradition you know whatever cultural tradition but right there scratch it all off new world order uh you're gonna have to follow what we set as standard protect people this one's really funny protect people and nations with fair laws and just courts international rule of law, the goal objectives behind the United Nations, World Health Organization, World Economic Forum. I mean, we, we saw it just alone in the international pandemic treaty that uh, the draft amendments were submitted on a little over a month ago. And their, their goal to seek accountability of all nations under one ruling body, the United Nations, so much so as we've discussed before, that the United Nations will have uh, the ability to handle situations they uh they deem as crises or or uh, you know uh, global issues and handle it with their one world uh force or enforcers let all nations rule internally let all nations rule internally resolving external disputes in a world court that's great that's great that's terrifying world court avoid petty laws and useless officials who is dictating whether officials are useless? I can think of 90% of people in Washington that should be gone then. Balance personal rights with social duties. That's exactly the rhetoric that came out in the beginning of the pandemic. It's not, you know, what, what was it? It's not for you. It's, it's, it's for your neighbor. It's uh, forfeit your personal rights, whether it's your firearms. It's not, you know, it's not for you for self-defense. It's for you to make sure that a maniac doesn't get a hold of your gun and kill someone, right? So it, it's, all, it's this idea of the collective that I think was probably the, the most prominent line uh, coming out of COVID, whether, you know, you're not wearing your mask, you're purposely trying to kill grandma, and therefore you should be shunned, admonished, and removed from society. You, you're, you didn't take the vaccine, you should lose your job. Your family should starve, and they should go homeless because you didn't do it for some guy you probably never even met. Prize truth, beauty, love, seeking harmony with the infinite. I mean, I think that would really align with everything that, uh, especially with the warfare on our children when it comes to the LGTBQ plus IA, something BIPOC or whatever the acronym is now, uh, approach towards really confuse, uh, confusing with gender and all, all other things surrounding uh, sexuality and, you know, children maturing into adulthood and, and, and trying to indoctrinate it at a much earlier age than, than I mean, with five and six-year-olds at strip clubs, at, at, at tranny, tranny strip clubs. And, uh, you, know, you know, by the way, a culture is in really deep trouble when that kind of stuff is happening. You, oh, have, yeah. you have children in environments like that, and you have adults advocating for them to be present at the age of three, four, five at a strip club by a man dressed as a woman or yeah. whatever else. Many of whom who turn out to be pedophiles, and the and the government, the establishment, the political establishment defends that behavior. They defend that. You know that we're in really deep deep trouble right there. And before we go on anymore, real quick, I'm going to remind everyone that this podcast is sponsored by Axos Bank. 
So I'm seeing a lot of banks out there pandering to current trends at the cost of the customer, but there's one that's not afraid to make bold decisions and put customers first, even if it's going to make headlines. That is Axos Bank. You do a quick search and you'll see what I mean. This is a bank that's all about integrity, fairness, and the freedom to do business without compromising our values. Take a look at the rewards checking account where you can earn their highest interest rate, and it's a big one. Listeners can get a $150 bonus if you open it up by July 31st. Uh, so that's coming up pretty soon. Go to axosbank.com daily for full details. That's A-X-O-S Bank dot com slash daily and for that cash bonus you only need a fifteen hundred dollar direct deposit within the first three months of opening your rewards checking account axos bank is federally insured member fdic and they are for us all of us axosbank.com slash daily go check them out yeah i mean if you're uh, if you are 17 years old right now there's no way you'd be allowed into a strip club they say id they check your id and they're not going to let you in but for some reason it's acceptable for a five-year-old or a six-year-old to go to something that's labeled a story time, right? It's like summer reading club at your local library. Some some dude in a G-string, uh, there's a one last week, the guy was running around, he had no top on, you know, and the parents are handing out singles, right? This is, it's really, <laughs> that escalated quickly from reading Clifford <laughs> the Big Red Dog to some grown man wearing glitter lipstick and a thong is running around getting dollars stuffed in his uh, uh, garments by children that, you know, the parents gave him. For some reason, that seems like a weird stretch from literature 101, but I guess, you know, who, what, who am I to say? Well, but I, I mean, again, though, th- it's very simple. They want to indoctrinate these kids. This, isn't, this is not about equality or anything else like that. Like, if you want to be gay, be gay. Like, yeah, are, are hate crimes, do, do they exist? Yeah, of course. They're not all targeted at gays or blacks or whatever. Yeah, they exist, and it's awful. But that does not characterize our nation. They want to tell you that it, that behavior characterizes everything that is wrong with America, and it characteri- characterizes America, and that, therefore they have to tear it down, and you need to submit to it. You need to submit to them throwing everything in your face and completely debasing our society with this kind of behavior, and they want to come after your kids. They want the kids because it's exactly the same kind of agenda and exactly the same reasoning and planning that they have done for the last several decades, which is why, through the education systems and universities and all the, you know, since, uh, you know, since childhood, this is why we have all these young adults who have been disenfranchised because they, they don't feel they have a place and they've been brainwashed to think that white men and the patriarchy and America is nothing but a misogynist empire seeking to, you know, put its boot on the neck of minorities and robbing and raping the rest of the world. You know, the truth couldn't be further from that, but that's what they want. And that's why they want these children to be so indoctrinated. That's why they want this they to be so comfortable. And unfortunately, many parents have let their guard down. They have allowed this. And some of them, I really believe in, the, in their heart, they look at this and go, this is wrong. But they are so afraid to break the norm and be called a right-wing extremist or whatever, whatever they would, you know, a bigot, whatever the thing, the thing would be that they would be labeled as, and they submit to this. This is, this is the same kind of cultural driving that we have seen in every, you know, horrid regime that it, that our history books, uh, you know, mention. Every single one of them. And frankly, you t- look at this again. The, uh, you know, those guys' What's a great way to maintain population? What's a great way to get a lot of this done? 
Uh, What's a great way to pacify a, a people? How about you rip away any semblance of a family unit and you screw, screw them up so badly that they don't want to have kids. They actively murder their own children once they become pregnant. They think that becoming pregnant or becoming a parent is a burden and awful and a disservice to the world. In fact, calling children cancer, if you notice on number 10, be, it, be not a cancer on the earth. Very in line with one of the Rothschilds, he said he hoped that he would be reincarnated as a virus so that he can kill most of humanity. That was an actual quote before he died. Huh. And, uh, and then you get them so twisted up that their normal, their routine lifestyle no longer replaces the population. Well, that's that's an add-on to you know the, the the I think what might be the bigger thing at play. One, you're you're changing the culture, right? But then you're also making it so that you know we, we don't know where these vaccines five years from now if an entire population is going to be you know if it's 50 50 or you know greater odds that you know people are uh, infertile or you know uh, they can't have a kid and so you've already you've already indoctrinated them that it's like you don't have a kid don't have a family you know just go do your thing and you know be free and 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 live this uh life of debauchery and then, you know, five years from now, they're like, oh, well, you know, I guess, you know, I kind of adopted that lifestyle uh, that was well-fed and, and indoctrinated into the up-and-coming generation. And so now, I guess, you know, uh, even though I can't have kids, I didn't really want them anyway because culturally, you know, culturally that's what's been fed to me. So, uh, you know, you'll, I'll just get in my pod and eat crickets. That's, that's really... And, you know, you, you said the thing about being not a cancer on the earth. I don't think specifically... Uh, I mean, I'm sure there's some component of it to uh, the human the human element. But, you know, if you look at what's happening uh, in the Netherlands uh, with the Dutch protests, the farming protests, do you know why they're protesting? I mean, there's, you know, snippets of, you know, headlines saying that, oh, it's because uh, uh, things that are making it impossible for farmers uh, to do business. And it's not specifically inflation or fertilizer issue. It's uh, specifically that a year ago, uh, ha uh, the Netherlands passed a, an objective, an agenda, whatever you want to call it, uh, announcing a 25 billion euro plan to radically reduce livestock numbers. So actually making it, uh, their claim is that the, these farmers are uh, <laughs> inundating, that, they, that they've, uh, you know, They've accumulated too much manure in the country, so we need to get rid of livestock. And as I've said earlier, every cow in Cuba is owned by the government. And so you start to see this twist, you know, take place to really, I mean, really accelerate it, uh, push to remove food supply. So this is like what Joe is talking about planting over gardens, right, or uh, farmers planting over uh, fields or plowing over fields because the government has subsidized them to do so. So at a certain point, you can't eat money. Actually, you can't eat money now. So at a certain I'm, yeah. Sorry, I just want to, on this topic, you want to play a video of what they're actually doing over there? What the farmers are doing? Oh, uh, the, 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 the brown shower? Yeah. 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 All right. So here's actually what they're, uh, <laughs> this is actually what they're doing over there. And I'm not going to advocate for this. <laughs> But the farmers over there are quite literally spraying liquid manure on the uh, <laughs> on the municipal buildings over there, and I believe on police stations in some cases. 
And so this actually led to them firing on farmers, including a 16-year-old, which they released after thousands of people surrounded them and said, let the kid go. So what the government is doing, and this is, I mean, I've always said the EU and Europe was far, far ahead of the United States, probably about by eight years. And we can start seeing, uh, we can start seeing the, the, the beginnings foundationally uh, of this same agenda taking root here, whether it's Union Pacific restricting uh, fertilizer shipments, uh, all the places burning down. And so what the government's saying is, this is just absolutely incredible. The Dutch government has unveiled a 25 billion euro plan to radically reduce the number of livestock in the country as it struggles to contain an overload of animal manure. That's a commodity. Sell it to someone. Ship it somewhere. Do something with it. It's incredible. So what they're, 25 billion euro, massive amount of money, and so what they're going to do, I mean, get your stake while you can get it, you know, it, it, w- 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 they're just going to start eradicating these cattle because one, what are you going to do with them, right? Uh, they're punishing them with fines. They're threatening to take their land, all uh, under the argument that uh, it's just uh, detrimental to the environment. This natural animal is detrimental to the environment and that it produces too much uh, nitrogen. This very angry Dutch farmers block border between Holland and Germany. Harsh protests in many Dutch cities after politicians' decision to close dozens of farms and cattle ranches to reduce nitrogen by 30 to 70% to comply with EU. There we go. There's the globalist body. EU regulations on nitrogen pollution. You know, it's funny. When they all went to Davos, a thousand of them took their private jets out there. But we need to get rid of the cows. We need to get rid of the dairy, the red meat. feeds a significant portion of the population. Uh, we'll just get rid of it, and then we'll price it out. And so then you'll have no other option but to eat your cricket paste and get into your pod and be happy. Really terrifying stuff. Well, and again, this is the plan that they've had in store for us all along, and they've been telling us. And now people are realizing that they've been telling us. I, uh... Part of me wants to play the Yuval Noah Harari video again, but I don't think we have to because we've played it so many times on this show where y- you talk about a mockery of religion and, you know, like, this, these G- G- like these Georgia Guidestones, you know, cute that they have their own Ten Commandments, but they say outright that, yes, humans are becoming gods. We, we don't need a, a, a god who's, you know, in the clouds. We will do it. We will, you know, geoengineer uh, humans and genetics. We will, it's just like Gattaca, if you're not familiar with that movie. We, you know, they, they've been introducing it slowly, where you can choose the gender of your child. Uh, make sure that they don't have any genetic, you know, deformities. They're slowly pushing everyone towards adopting this completely globalist idea of society where you will own nothing and you will be happy, you will like it, you will thank your overlords, you will thank Bill Gates for the farmland where he grows his crickets and eat your soil and green. And you will, you know, be blessed that you get to pay 90% of your income if they could have it that way so that the government can have control over everything and that, you know, it can be completely unaffordable for you to heat your home with gas or transport yourself without, you know, some kind of public transit system that they would install for, you know, probably a hundred times what it should have cost. Or in the case of California, one that they never built. Yeah. 
No, I mean that, whether it was Solyndra under the Obama administration, it's, it's the looting the Treasury stage right now, and it's, it's a- happening at a global level, and you start to see the consequences. And I think that's a really dire point in history that we're stepping right into. If you look at Sri Lanka, they, don't, uh, they have grocery stores, and people are shopping with flashlights. They've turned off the electricity uh, because they don't have money to buy fuel. So the next step is then they're out of food. Uh, so they're really, you know, they're rearranging deck chairs on the Titanic. And then you start to see what's happening in Holland with the, the farm protesters. At what point, I mean, what point does it cross the Rubicon in that these people have lost their ability to provide for their family? The government has, with the flick of a wrist, said, you shall not farm. And if you do, well, we're going to arrest you, and we're going to fine you, we're going to take your land. And there were even some headlines talking about the government wanting their land as a push to resettle uh, migrants that have entered the country, as much of Europe has dealt with a huge influx of migrants coming uh, from North Africa, uh, specifically France, Spain, Greece. They've dealt with a huge influx, and the consequences have not worked out well, uh, even to the point that France had offered to pay money to send the people back. They said, come here. Uh, crime went through the roof. Uh, they've made all these broken promises to these migrants, kind of like the United States is doing. Uh, so it's the same model, really, of destruction that you know befell Europe that's now on our shores. And uh, you know you had uh, this encouragement for this globalist, you know, holding hands and singing that you know one culture. And that was actually the biggest problem that came about in France when all of these migrants came into the country was that two vastly different cultures. I mean, you had uh, grooming gangs, stabbings. You had women getting beaten and stabbed in public uh, for not taking advances from these guys. You know, hey, you know, I, I find you attractive. You, you know, I, I want to do this to you. And the woman says no, and she gets stabbed or slashed across the face. And that became very commonplace in France. And so as with everything that leftist socialist uh, agendas uh, create, if it fails and fails again, just double down on it. And that's exactly what uh, much of Europe has done to the point where the government now views itself as having the authority to seize land, stop operations of a private market, and take it over. So my concern is that we're heading to this period of time where you start seeing things like the Georgia Guidestones uh, bombing. You start seeing social unrest. The division has reached a boiling point, not only between the people, but between the governments and the people. Uh, And you start seeing examples like Sri Lanka, At a certain point, Tucker Carlson said this a few days ago, a nation needs three things to survive, food, water, and energy. If you don't have that, then you don't have a nation anymore. And the way things are going globally, whether it's the fuel uh, crisis, whether it's the food crisis, and, uh, you know, even even water uh, being an issue with uh, uh, access to water being a a big issue across the the world, uh, I, I think they're... They're, the globalists are rubbing their hands together, sitting there looking, going, we're getting close. 
Hi, this is Joe from DCF Guns. It's July, and that means it's time for our fourth annual Liberty Fest. It's coming to all three of DCF's locations, so you're getting three times the Liberty. Join us on July 8th at our East Colorado Springs location to kick off the party, followed by even more Liberty Fest on July 9th at our Castle Rock location, and July 10th at our West Colorado Springs store. Everything starts at 10 a.m. Joe, that's too much Liberty. There's no such thing as too much Liberty. Join us all weekend for games, prizes, food, drinks, and an arsenal of savings on firearms, ammo, and accessories. As always, we'll keep the range liberated and the deals patriotic. Only at DCF Guns in Castle Rock and Colorado Springs. Well, you know, I mean, this is this is what Klaus Schwab, he's sitting back there, and Boris Johnson, there was, you know, a meme I saw, Boris Johnson just stepped down. Why? Because people are over it. And he's probably, he's back there going, give me another one. We must, we must make our plans reality before they wake up. And like, it's, it's really that simple. And I now they're, know. here, more persecution. Did I you hear about this? This Jody Carlson woman? No. Uh, so she was visited by the FBI and police. Uh, the FBI did not inform her. This is a repost of her on Facebook. Check this out. I can't make this up. Uh, sorry, folks. Our Mayor Brandon Boshensky is not supporting the Constitution of the United States of America nor the North Dakota State Constitution. I removed my comment as the tyranny of that seemed to offend some people. Here it is. This is, uh, I kid you not, we have petitioned for redress in the most humble terms. Our repeated petitions have been answered only by repeated injury when a long train of abuses and usurpations pursuing invariably the same objective evinces a design to reduce them under absolute despotism. Uh, depotism. Uh, it is our right, our duty, to throw off such government and to provide new guards for our future security. And what is that from? Where, where is that from? That's from the Constitution. She posted a quote from the Constitution, well, they, 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 and the FBI came and said hi to her. Huh, yeah. And so just like in, in Holland, when you're seeing the lawn being crossed, you know, they're relatively peaceful protests. I mean, outside of the government shooting at a 16-year-old in a tractor, and then you start looking at these riots and destruction of government buildings in Sri Lanka for running for the government running the people into the ground and leaving them with nothing where they're shopping in stores with flashlights because they've turned off the power grid well and this uh this woman y- you know you know why she probably got visited um cuz she's involved with a uh, an activist group and it's called um what is it called concerned citizens of the Fufang project in Grand Forks uh, so this is in opposition to a corn mill that is going to be owned by a China-based group, the Fafan Group. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Smith Cargill was bought up by China. You know, you you look at the whole the whole vertical of what it takes for a country to exist, and we've either allowed the destruction of each component of that vertical, or we've just sold out parts of that vertical uh, to a foreign nation, adversary nation. I know we, we quoted five million barrels of fuel being sent from the strategic petroleum reserves to foreign countries, and I had said five million to China. It was actually a million. So a million barrels of fuel from our strategic oil reserves was given to a foreign adversary. And you, you, start, you start looking at it in disbelief that if someone came to me and said, hey, I'll pay you this much to... Uh, you know, consult me to help destroy that government over there. This is exactly the handbook I'd give them. This is exactly the guidebook I'd give them. And so we're, you know, we're, we're, as I've said, between Europe and, and, and Asia, we're, we're a few years ahead of the time. We, we have that luxury on our side is that we've been more advanced and stable 
than most of these countries up until recently, uh, that we're heading to a period uh, where they've shut down every component of our domestic energy. Our supply, our fuel supply, and our strate uh, strategic petroleum reserves is at the lowest it's ever been. If everything, I mean, from and, and Biden has the Permian Basin, his EPA is about to cite the largest producer in the Permian Basin, which accounts for 40% of our production, and as it is now, whatever production is left, 40% of it happens there, and Biden is shipping our fuel overseas to the hands of the enemy, while prices are the way they are now, without the Permian Basin being uh, cited and shut down by the EPA, with the EPA calling for uh, ozone violations from these producers. So you start looking at, uh, we're not too far off from uh, the reality of a government saying, yeah, well, we're just going to take your land. Well, you know, you're right, but let's, let's work the problem, though. You know, Joe says it a lot, so let's do that. This is, you know, we talk about this stuff. doesn't sound good. No. But in reality, we're in a much better position than we, than we like to think or that we can be led to believe by seeing all this stuff happening, right? So let's work the problem. What do you do? There's, there's a lot of things. So number one, stop buying garbage from people who don't care about you. I love the term live local. How many of you right now, how many of you know your neighbors? How many of you know them well? Some of you, probably very well, especially if you live in more rural areas or if you live near farms. But even if you're in a major city, and I know, you know, being in Denver, I, I can relate to this. Sometimes your neighbors are not all on your side. But does that really matter? So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to challenge every one of you listening right now. After, as soon as you finish listening to this show, I want you to walk down your street if you're home. When, if you're at work, you're, you're on a lunch break, given what time zone you're in right now. Go talk to your neighbors. Just say hi. If it comes up, just introduce yourself. If it comes up, cool. Ask them how they think about what's going on. Or maybe do it, do it tomorrow. But get to know each other. Learn to live local. Do you know someone in your, in your area who raises cows? Do you know someone who you know, has a small business? Re patronize them. Where, where, do you, where do you get the things that you need? Who learn to have a local community. And we talk about, a lot about the plan of the lesser magistrates that's coming up, and it's coming soon. And we're going to need millions of people, and I kid you not, millions of people going all over the country. And we need you to stop going along with this plan. If they, they come out with masks again, no. Say no. It's, it's really that simple. If you read the doctrine of the lesser magistrate, you know what the, <laughs> the lessons are actually really simple. It means when, uh, whether it's the head of a household, the head of a, uh, a police force, so, you know, police chief, a mayor, a governor, a president, whoever it is, when they overstep their authority that is not granted to them by their own will, by their own desires, they are not granted full autonomy, which coming from Greek actually means self-law. They are granted authority by God, and they are supposed to only work within that realm to take care of those under their care. If When they overstep that, it is our job to step in, and the gap simply means between those trying to do harm and those who would be the victims of it, whether that be you, your neighbors, your children, or your country. And you just say, no. No, I'm not, I'm not putting a mask back on. No, you're not going to give me a vaccine. 
punish the corporations. That's that's one of the things I really like standing by. Punish the corporations. Well, again, that's part of it, though. That's part of it. But here, just as an example, the medic Medicare, the government is now sending out emails. And what do they say? Talk to your family about getting the little ones vaccinated for COVID-19. In case you missed it, the CDC now recommends COVID vaccines for everyone six months and older and boosters for everyone five and older. COVID vaccines are safe and effective at preventing children from getting seriously sick. No, they're not. And you know they're not. If you know someone who is considering getting their child, you go talk to them and say, no, I'm sorry. You should not be doing that. I pray for you. Please make an informed decision. Do not take the word of these people. They've been wrong every step of the way. Let me show you something. Show them our interview with Dr. Judy Mikovits. Show them the DMED database data. Show them Thomas Rents' material. There are so many good resources. There are so many people who have spoken out on this. There is so much evidence, but most people don't want to look at it. So take a, take a little bit of faith and go talk to them. Say, please, do not do this. Your, your future, the future of your child's life is right now in your hands. And we, as the parents, we with the moral high ground who follow God's law and not the state, we are the ones who have to protect those children. We are the ones who have to protect our country. That is very, very simple. When they try to continue to push these garbage candidates, do not, do not follow their orders. Police, you have an obligation now to choose. Are you going to follow more directives? Are you going to arrest people for not wearing masks if they push that again? Are you going to become the Stasi? Or are you going to stand on the side of God, on the side of the people? We have to simply choose the Constitution and to choose each other. So, you know, before we go any more, any more into Doomer stuff, it's very, very simple. You need to be ready and be willing and look at yourself and say, am I going to stand next to my fellow Americans, to stand with my flag, to stand with God, and to refuse to resist, to refuse to go along with this agenda? Will you accept the next order that they give you? Or will you simply say no and stand up and be willing to walk to your city hall, walk to your police department, drive to the next major city, and make your voice heard and show up by the thousands, by the tens of thousands? We have only a few months before they can get rid of all the election evidence. They're stealing primaries as we speak. So it is past the time where we can just say, oh, this is all, this is all great. Uh, buy up your food, buy up your this. Yeah, do that. Please do that. Please prepare yourself. Because there will be some some very, very difficult times. I, I do expect that. But that is not enough. It is not enough just to store up stuff and, you know, buy your rice and uh, prepare for the end of the world. If you're preparing for the end of the world, then you are preparing to lose. You are not playing to win this game. Start playing to win. They want you to go be a prepper and hide yourself in a bunker and sit there with 100,000 rounds of ammo and, you know, a year's worth of food and, you know, and what, play Yahtzee with yourself? We can choose our future by coming together and taking a risk now, or we can choose to have the illusion of comfort thinking that, what, a nuke's going to go off and we're going to all go hide in our basements and we're, we're proud of ourselves because we prepped? That is playing to lose. Get off the sidelines. Go talk to your neighbors. Research what is actually going on that's important. What elections are coming up. Be prepared to get on your feet and connect with your fellow Americans. There are more of us than there are of them in a proportion that you could not even imagine.
people are done with this. So take, make a choice. It's very simple. We can still fix this. This is all hope is not lost. That is simply what they wish you to believe. I ran it. Sorry for my diet. No, it's well said. My my advice, it's pretty straightforward. Punish the corporations. Punish them hard, <clears throat> because that's the only reason things are still going the way they're going. Is a, a select few people have made a lot of money off of our suffering and loss of freedoms. Think Walmart. Think Target. Companies like that. And if you can go about what you spend a week and say, hey, look, I spend $300 a week buying stuff from food to clothes. If you can cut out 50% of that, uh, go to thrift shops. There's great stuff in thrift shops. Most of my clothes I have gotten from thrift shops. And uh, Apollo... Apollo laughs laughs at that. Oh no, I don't. Uh, oh no, uh, uh, I, I just find it ironic what people you know people uh, the whole the whole idea of, of what uh, <laughs> modern day America has been have the people chasing a lifestyle again kind of with this indoctrination of the new culture have them chasing this material lifestyle have them finance it away and you go get a shirt that some guy paid ninety dollars for that's been worn once for $2 at a thrift shop, and that is how you win against the corporations. We saw it with Walmart. We saw it with Target, that when their sales dropped off, their stock tanked 25%. Inflation has been hammering their margins, and so it doesn't take a lot. It doesn't, you know, it's not one of those things like, oh, go forage for mushrooms because, you know, that just stop shopping at stores. No. My advice would be bleed them relatively, I mean, bleed them slowly. Don't, you don't have to, you know, you, you can walk yourself into, uh, uh, what's it called, secession. Um, when you're seceding from a, uh, a consumer, an American uh, consumer habit, uh, do it over the course of a few months. And if, if all Americans or the majority of them can get down to removing 25 to 50% of what they spend at places that have nothing of their interest in mind, actually wish them harm and are directly padding the pockets of politicians that are selling us out to our enemies, well, they'll, they'll learn the consequences. That's, a, that's my solution to working the problem. Yeah. And, you know, in, in line with what we both said, just, you know, you look at Proverbs. Iron sharpens iron, and one man sharpens another. It's time for us to sharpen each other. Sharpen your neighbors. Sharpen your friends. If they say, "Oh, yeah, it's all it's all screwed. I'm gonna wait for the I'm gonna wait for the the shoe to drop. I'm I'm getting ready, getting ready to hunker down." I'm calling you right now. You challenge them. That is not enough. You are not doing your job. You're not doing a job as a, as a member of God's kingdom. You're not doing your job as the head of a household. You're not doing your job as a family member, as a brother as a father, as a mother. You are not doing your job as an American. We were not guaranteed freedom and safety for our entire life. In fact, freedom is in some ways the antithesis to safety. It's a shame. The Dutch are shaming us. I mean, you know, they the are. The freest country in the world, and these guys have a, a big enough set on them. <laughs> they, they created a liquefied horse manure water slide and shot it all over government buildings. Yeah, and that's brilliant. Yeah. Well, and Americans and are I'm not saying to do that. No, I'm not saying to do that. We're not saying we're please no, don't go no. do the liquid manure thing. No. But seriously, no, but guys. taking a stand. Yeah. Taking a stand for what's being done yes. to them because yes. they're at the point that the government is saying you can't farm anymore, you have to kill off your cattle. When does that come here? And if you can't see that reality you mean how happening they're killing 5,000, you know, chickens yeah. at a time? Yeah, but at the point in which they're like just kill it because it's bad for the environment. 
not you know some consequence of you know what, whatever the the bird flu was. <clears throat> if that's happening there, when it, it's not a matter of if it's when does that happen here? And for the people that think they can hunker down, like you said, and just ride it out, no. Your objective should be to never even consider it happening and readying yourself and your neighbors and the people around you to take the stand necessary to prevent that from happening. Now, I'm not saying go get a, a wood chipper and run a bunch of horse manure through it. but No, don't do that. But what, Don't what let evil take root. It, it is time to, to choose the moral high ground. You know, I'll, I'll read... A uh, short verse from Ephesians. Therefore, having put away falsehood, let each one of you speak the truth with his neighbor, for we are members one of another. That's pretty simple, right? Stop, stop saying, staying silent. Stop being afraid. There's nothing. Uh, was the uh, you know I, I like to read the Psalm 23 a lot, but you know, O death, where is your sting? Oh, death, where is your sting? You're waiting for the what, for the end of the world. You, you know, if you're afraid about standing up, there's nothing to lose here. You, you should be worried about what we have to lose after we leave. So I ask all of you right now, oh, death, where is your sting? Because right now we're feeling the sting here. So be not afraid of death. Be not afraid of these... You know, these lizard people who are trying to persecute you and keep you afraid, who are calling once again for, you know, taking your arms, who are calling for, you know, you to submit to this ideology. Choose to get on your feet. It is time to stand up. It is time to get in the gap. It is time to get off the sidelines. It is time to do that right now. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give you a simple assignment. By Monday, I'd like you to talk to five of your neighbors. Preferably some that you haven't talked to. Just say hi. Introduce yourself. I don't care if they're Democrat. I, 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 don't, I don't care. I don't care if they, they have a pride flag. Just talk to them. If it doesn't go well, fine. It's not that hard. We, 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 we make things harder than they are. And figure out who you're going to support. You talk about you know, the, uh, the supply chain crisis. By contrast, when Trump was in office during 2020, when you know, everyone was freaking out about toilet paper, uh, he actually met with the CEOs of several major suppliers and chains like Costco and others to, uh, you know, to see how they could maintain the supply chain in the United States, make sure that Americans would have what they needed. The Biden administration isn't doing that. So that is the Biden administration... As one more example, abdicating their duty to ensure the rights and the needs of the American people. So it's time for you to, to step up a little bit. We've been at the, sleep, at the wheel, we've been asleep at the wheel way, way, way too long. And we need to stop abdicating our own responsibility. We need to stop giving up the power that we have rightfully as the lesser magistrates in a, in a big chain. And stop pushing it off on the mayor. Stop pushing it off on the governor. Stop pushing it off on Biden or the Department of Energy. Yes, they want to hurt us. Doesn't matter. We are the ones here at the local level, and that is where 
the foundation is laid. These tyrants, they have to, they have to rule from the top down. That is why they want to push everyone down. That's why they want to step on our necks. That's why they want to keep us afraid and keep us separate, keep us isolated. Because a million ants, you know, will, will take down a, a very large animal. So that's, my, that's my, uh, my request of you today. Speak to your neighbors. Stop waiting for the end of the world. Stop playing to lose. We can win this. 100%, 100 million percent we can win this. So let go of the fear. Actually, you want to play the selection code trailer real quick? Sure. Since I think it's fantastic. Um, so again, this all stems from stolen elections. Investigations into Mesa County Clerk Tina Peters alleged voting machine security breaches continues. If I asked you this question before the 2020 election, are these voting machines secure? I would have said yes. And after the election, I would have said yes. What changed? Tina Peters admits she brought in a consultant to make a forensic copy of the Dominion voting system in Mesa County. I continue to think that our voting machines are too vulnerable. Voting machines in Georgia and Texas switch votes from one candidate to another. Virtually every machine was broken into. Ballot recording machines. Voting machines. 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 Voting machines. Voting machines. Machines. Machine. 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 Machines, which are vulnerable to being hacked. There is no serious person out there who would suggest somehow that you could even rig America's elections. We've seen no evidence that any of our voting systems have been tampered with. The November 3rd election was the most secure. It was the most secure. Most secure. Most secure election in American history, period. The process is very secretive. These machines are built by private companies, which we don't have a right to know it goes on inside those. What did you see during the software update? We've uncovered something that they're afraid of. We didn't consider the machines. The information found there is the Rosetta Stone. They made By a mistake and left the evidence in the machine. And you can hide it as well. It's only what the programmer tells to say. It's literally like the difference between going from pickpocketing to credit card fraud. These people are being selected, not elected. It's about who gets to count the vote. They break down my door, terrorize my family. FBI, federal search warrant. What do you remember? Just my mom being handcuffed by the chief of police. This is not what we do in America. You could make it all go away, though. You just keep your mouth shut. You could have your life back. Can't unsee what I've seen. So it's coming out soon. We're gonna have the uh, we're gonna have the uh, directors or the producers of this show, um, the Thayers. Uh, we're gonna have them on uh, pretty soon and working that out. Uh, another documentary, if you haven't seen it, the Truth About J6. You go to j6truth.org. Uh, this was put together by Jake Lang and others. We've had Jake Lang on several times, but it's important that you understand how imperative it is that you get off the off the sidelines. The elections were stolen. We just had. Uh, another individual speaking about Dominion Voting Systems, about the theft from Michigan, um, Melissa Carone. She had some great information. Tonight we're going to uh, have an awesome conversation with Pat Kolbeck. We will not let go of the stolen elections. They're stealing everything 
through this. They've been doing it for years. They want to distract you from everything that actually matters. They want to twist reality, twist everything upside down. Um, I don't know if I want to play this. We're all, we're all a little bit over. Um, we're going to save this for the evening because I think it'll be great for the conversation with, with, uh, with Patrick. But as I said before, iron sharpens iron and one man sharpens another. Sharpen your iron, sharpen yourself, sharpen your neighbors. So learn to shoot. You can go to DCF, go to dcfguns.co. Uh, it'll take you right to their online store. Find a place to shoot. If you're not armed, arm yourself. Take responsibility over your own safety, over the safety of your family. Stop giving it away to government. Yes. Should the police do a better job in some places? Yes. Should they have allowed criminals like Antifa to run rampant and destroy our cities and keep all of our citizens in fear, destroy their livelihoods? No. No, they should have not. Obviously. Should they have actually taken with the state police or whatever it may be? Taking the actual law into their hands when the elections were being stolen all over the country? Yes. But they've infiltrated everywhere. So I'm going to say this. When the law becomes unjust, sometimes it's time to break the law. Because the only law that matters is God's law, which was the basis for the laws in this country. And I'm not saying you to go commit violence. I'm not saying for, for you to go out and you know, become an actual terrorist. That's the last thing that we want. But it's time for you to understand the law that we are told to follow is not the law that we are meant to. Just because Jenna Griswold or uh, Gretchen Whitmer, Dana Nessel, we're talking about Michigan, just because these people, you know, pass these executive orders or pass these laws now trying to lock down any ability for the citizens, for the clerks for the municipalities to have any oversight over the elections as they continually try to obfuscate the truth through the mainstream media and other places, it does not mean that we need to just obey them. The horrors that we have seen over the last two years, masking our children, shutting down our schools, shutting down our businesses, injecting people, or forcing them to lose their children, lose their jobs, these were horrors that the founding fathers did not see. And yet they rose up. They decided they would follow God's law. They decided that this country was meant to be based on laws outside of the crown. This country was meant to be a bastion of freedom and of autonomy for the individual. That the individual rights bestowed and destined for us by God, the freedom and innovation and power to create and connect and explore, that that was destined for us. Not to give up all of our hard-earned means, all of our gains, to a government that wishes to oppress us, that wishes to kill us, that wishes to steal everything that we produce, everything that we own. We are in the next American Revolution. And frankly, it's more than an American Revolution. It is a worldwide revolution. And there will be sacrifices. Do not wait for the war to end and wait to see where the chips will fall. A fraction of the population in the 1770s took back their country and left us with the foundation that we had before us with the United States of America. Really the United States for America. 
but relatively few people did that. So just ask yourself, what are you truly willing to lose? Because if you do nothing, it will be everything. If you stand up right now, if you reclaim your voice, and in doing so, help reclaim the voice of the American people, help reclaim your elections, help reclaim your schools, reclaim your government, reclaim your rights, then we have everything to save. We have everything to gain. And we have a future that will be brighter than any of us have ever known in our lifetime. Tick. I think you said it. Okay, I don't think I can say it better than that. Well, we're going to pray, and then we're going we're gonna to hop off. Uh, make sure you tune in at 4 p.m. Mountain Time, 6 p.m. Eastern. Uh, quick shout-out. Uh, and as always, absolute love and, and uh, grace upon Mike Lindell, upon the Frank Speech team. Uh, please go support this man. Uh, he is an absolute warrior, and he's given more than most people would ever have and continues to do so. Uh, so go to MyPillow.com. You can go to MyPillow.com forward slash CD21. Uh, use promo code CD21. You'll get 66% uh, off and actually 70 or 80% on, on some of the products. Uh, so please go check them out. Uh, support Mike Lindell. This is one person you should put your money behind. He's got some new stuff coming out as well. And we're very excited about that. But choose to support those who will support you. Choose to support those who are on your side, who are on the side of the Constitution, who are for America. Support those candidates. They're stealing it again. But nevertheless, we are in a war, so let's act like it. Let's act like we do have the power to, to stop this, because we do. All is not lost. Um, I'm going to pray real quick, and then we'll let you all go. Thank you for, uh, for tuning in. I know we went a little bit over, so thanks for staying with us. God bless you all. Uh, Father God, we thank you. We thank you for the awakening of the American people. We thank you for the awakening of people all over this world. We thank you for the Uruguayan government putting their foot down and asking for receipts. We, we thank you for the truth coming out about the COVID agenda. We thank you for warriors like Mike Lindell, like Judy Mikevitz, like Tina Peters, like so many other brave Americans who choose to follow you and not the devil's law. We just ask that you give us strength, that you give us courage. We are lacking in courage. And we know this because otherwise, with you on your side, we would have already won. This would have been over. And we would be moving on to a bright new future. We need you to show us the path. We need you to show us what we are capable of. To show us who we were meant to be. Let us be those leaders who fight for our children, who fight for our future, who will put an end to this attack on our country. There are so many. Thank you for the blessings that we have. Thank you for the time that we had with family. Thank you. Thank you for fireworks and, and for the sunshine. Thank you for our holidays with those we love. Thank you for the little moments of joy that we often forget. Thank you for allowing that to creep into our life when we least expect it. For shielding us from the desperation and the hopelessness that the tyrants who wish to rule us are, are attempting to get us to sink into. 
They wish to take our joy and we will not give it up. They cannot take it because you are with us. They cannot take our children if we do not let them. They cannot take what is rightfully ours if we choose to be the lesser magistrates, if we choose to say no, if we choose to step in the gap, if we choose to put ourselves in harm's way knowing that the consequences of not doing so are an affront to your law and to your will and are so much graver than if we risk sticking our neck out. Thank you for driving us. Thank you for moving your spirit in us to unveil the fraud of the 2020 election, the fraud of the Dominion voting machines in the primaries that just took place, the fraud of the COVID agenda. Thank you for awakening parents to see the attacks, the evil bearing down on their children. Thank you, thank you for connecting us with those who are on our side. Thank you. Thank you for your love. We turn to you. We ask for your guidance. We ask for you to lead us. We ask for our country back. We ask for our future back. And I ask you now, show our people that waiting for the game to end is not the way. Show them that to stand up now is to follow you. To stand up now is to follow your law, to honor your law, to stand up now together, not to prepare alone, not to wallow alone, not to prep alone, not to research alone, but together with our neighbors, with our fellow patriots, with our brothers and sisters. That is the way. And to do so today, to get involved right now, to stand on our feet as you are already lifting us. I ask that our, our politicians, I ask that they have a change of heart, that those who have been silent may speak up, that those who have been following the evil ways turn their gaze to you, that they turn right where they stand and follow your path and they choose to do the right thing. And I ask that if they do not do this, that we stand up swiftly and we do so as peacefully as we are able. We do so without bloodshed and we have the courage to shed it if that is required and not a moment sooner. Bless the United States of America. Bless our children. Bless all those fighting to end this battle. May we see your will done. May we see our country restored. May we see Americans fed and loved and prosperous and productive in 2022. We ask these humbly in the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. <coughs> Amen. All right, everyone, that's it. We'll be back at 4 p.m. Mountain Time, 6 p.m. Eastern. Again, learn to, use a, learn to use a gun. Learn to train. Learn to defend yourself. But don't do it alone. Get five of your friends. Get your neighbors. Learn what's going on. To do this alone is to do this to lose. So choose to be a part of a group seeking for freedom, not a lone wolf. They want us to be lone wolves because... One wolf is easy to 
is easy to manage. A bunch of small groups all over the place is easy to manage. One people united here in America, here on, on Earth, that is insurmountable. Especially if that group, especially if that force is united for the moral high ground, if that force is united for your will and for the freedom and rights and goodness of all of us and for our future. You cannot kill an idea. You can kill a man. But we weren't going to be here anyways. So it's very simple. Get in the gap and do it with friends. We'll see you later. My name's Apollo. I'm Jake Frejo. God bless you all. God bless America. It's time to rise up. We will take our country back. We'll see you later. If you want to watch Conservative Daily Podcast, we go live Monday through Friday at 10 a.m. Mountain Time and 4 p.m. Mountain Time. You can find us live at conservative-daily.com, on Rumble, on Frank's Beach, where we go live on Lindell TV 2 at those same times, on DLive, and now on Odyssey. You can also find our episodes at brighteon.com. Make sure you also check out the link in the description to go to the Brighteon store and prepare you and your family with the awesome storable food and other products that they have there. You can find us on the audio edition at Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Pandora, iHeartRadio, TuneIn, Podbean, Audible, and everywhere else. Make sure you go and give us a five-star review and be that ambassador of truth. Share this episode with everyone who needs to hear it. Text the word FREEDOM to 89517 and we'll shoot you a text message when we're about to go live. Check out the description for our link to the daily newsletter so you get access to the fax blasts. We want to thank you for being a listener of Conservative Daily Podcast as we pursue truth and fight to restore our nation. We will continue to provide you with the most important information that the mainstream media will not show you. Now at conservative-daily.com, you have the option to become a member with us. Each membership option varies in access and discounts in regards to the ability to interact with the Daily Facts Blast, monthly savings, access to extra content, and interactions with the hosts and guests of the show. Go to conservative-daily.com and become a member right now for as little as $10 a month. Make sure you check out social media and find us everywhere at Conservative Daily and at Joel Oltman. We'll see you next time on Conservative Daily Podcast. It's time to do the hard work. Let's take our country back, patriots. God bless America.